Hi, and welcome to Unashamed, a Smut Lovers podcast where we just want to talk about smut. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Courtney. And today is going to be another one of our read-alongs. We are going to be reading Pen Pal by JT. Oh, I'm going to butcher this. I'm glad it's you, not me. <laughs> JT Geisinger? Does that sound right? Uh, yeah, Geisinger, Geisinger. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not any better. So, all right. So, that's going to be the one and only time we say the author's name. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, if any of you do know how to say it, go to our Facebook page and let us know. We don't try to butcher names, it's not on purpose. We just don't know how to pronounce things. Yeah. I mean, okay, that's the beauty of reading and not listening to an audiobook, though. If you don't know how to pronounce something, it can be whatever the fuck you want it to be, honestly true nobody's gonna know how would they know (laughs) okay before we get into it couple things first off as always these are just our opinions if we like something you don't like vice versa not that deep we will all move on second thing um we just decided that we really enjoy doing these read-alongs i hope you guys enjoy them too it's fun for us like really fun to just get to sit and talk that that was the whole reason why we started this podcast was so that we could just sit and talk about the books we love and then we got into it and realized like fuck spoilers are a thing man like if you (laughs) if if you're talking to somebody who hasn't read the book like that's a bitch move to spoil it but if we're doing these read-alongs then we get to spoil things and just talk to each other and with you about these books. So we decided that we are going to take a step back from the bi-weekly book reviews and do more read-alongs. Um, but then the first episode of every month, we are going to release like a top five favorite from the month. So the first episode in September will be our top five favorites from August, if that makes sense. So I hope that that's okay with everybody. This just feels like it's the right move for us because we have so much more fun doing these read-alongs. Yeah, this is why we started. Yeah, this is why we did this in the first place. It's just two best friends who want to talk about smut and our, you know, favorite books. And this really feels like a better way for us to do this. So... Yeah, plus with the bi-weeklies, we really do record them like right before they come out, just a couple days before they come out. So poor Courtney, she's taken over our editing and she's like stressed every two weeks because we can't <laughs> re-record those. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's I just think that these are more fun. Like, I don't know. So much fun. And for any of you guys who do read along with us, I mean, we hope you guys like the unfiltered opinions and stuff like that. Yeah. And if, I mean, if you want, if we get people to join our Facebook group and we can post in there when we have a good book and we don't want to wait a full month to tell you guys about it, like, you know, we can do stuff like that too. But I think this is the, the right move for us as of now. I agree. All right. So I downloaded it. I've read the blurb um, and I've read the reviews that are like in the blurb uh, and all of them say to go in blind. Yes. So I'm here for it. We know, we know I love it. And I've read this author before. I've read almost all of the books that they've put out barring a few. Uh, So 
Wait. I do like this author. Uh, I like their, especially their most recent, like they have like a mafia male, female series. And um, there's one with like brothers who are head of like a criminal thing. Uh, and they're really good. They're, you know, I mean, when I do get into like a male, female mood, that's usually this author is what I'll come to because I know that I can rely on getting a good book or a good I have reread. a question. Um, have you read Perfect Strangers? No. Because that was what I was going to recommend for this read along. And then you suggested Pen Pal. And so I just thought it was funny that this... I was going to recommend the same author. But I've never read any of this author's work, I don't think. Yeah, so they have, I, what is it called? A Beautiful Cruel Monsters or something like that. Uh, when I originally started reading that, I thought it was going to be like a monster lover romance. It was not. It was mafia. But, it looks uh, mafia from the cover. Well, you know what? Anyway, I have had Pen Pal on my list since the day it came out for pre-order last year. Or earlier okay. this year, whatever. Like, as soon as it came over out for pre-order, I saw the author and I was like, oh yeah, we're getting this. And I read the blurb when it first came out. So when it first came out, the blurb said that it had a non-traditional ending. Um, the blurb does not say that anymore. That no. has been taken out. So but it I does still say that. that, I think, in one of the reviews. Maybe not. Mm, I don't know. I read it like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. And I didn't see that. Because I, I was looking to see what the wording was that they had used. But... It doesn't say that anymore. So that's um, a little relieving and concerning all at the same time. You feel me? <laughs> I Yeah, well, I agree. But, I mean, to be fair, wouldn't the traditional ending being the bad guy going to prison and not stalking the girl? Wouldn't that be more, non, you know, non-traditional? I'm just hoping that the non-traditional means the villain gets the girl. That's my favorite type of book. I hate well, the ones. I feel like non-traditional means that it could possibly not have a happy ending. Oh, that would suck. Maybe. I guess we're just going to have to... I mean, you know, we're going in blind. I'm not reading but any of the read, reviews. If you've read this author's works before and they have a happy ending usually, yeah. then... Well, usually a pretty... I mean, pretty happy. I would and I say... See, I see other books by this author recommended a lot so that's why i was gonna suggest perfect strangers because i see it recommended all the time but it's talked about like it's angsty mm -hmm. and so um i wanted to read it together well and after this perfect one time than a read-along so maybe we'll do it next yeah we can stay in this world for a little while i'm happy with it so you say now <laughs> oh yeah that's true i'm a freaking wimp but i like so I like when um, the villain gets the girl. It's my favorite type. I hate when I like I'll read like a mafia yeah. or an MC romance, and the guy like leaves, or like he's king of the underworld and he just decides to like leave his, you know, criminal past behind him and then become a good guy for the main character. Like that sucks to me. Make them stay bad and just get the girl anyway. I don't like when they become good guys. I don't like good guys. So <laughs> we've both read the blurb. Mm-hmm. And so it seems like this, uh, the main female character, her husband has died. And yeah. after he dies, it, what is it, like the day after the day that he's buried, 
she starts getting letters from somebody. Yeah, somebody named Dante who's in prison. Yeah, and he'll say, and it says he, I'll wait for you forever if I have to. Oh, sorry, I lied. And she asks, "Wait for what?" And he says, "You." Yeah, it says, "I'll wait so, forever if I have to." Sorry, I was literally that. reading it as you said it and was like, "Yep, that's right." <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> it's fine. We're fine. We're doing fine. <laughs> Um, so I don't know. And then, and then he gets out of prison. Like that's like, you know, the last like line shows up at her house. Yeah. So that's all we know. Um, it's going to have grief in there. So true warning for anybody who, uh, is not able to handle, uh, books like that. We will never prioritize our reading or our listeners over your triggers. There's other triggers, but it's there's an author note in the first part of the book. Um, so just make sure you read that. Yes. If you have an issue with explicit language and graphic sex, and this probably isn't the podcast. Power down. Yeah, probably. No, there's other triggers on there. <laughs> there's other triggers on there that it says. So just make sure you always check your trigger warning. Yes. All right. So what are you what are you thinking? Uh, I don't know. Let's. Let, I'm 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 going into a blind. Okay. Um, I think I pretty much said my thoughts. I was concerned that it said non-traditional ending, but that has been taken off, so I don't know. Um, I I at this point I don't really have anything to go off of. Like, did he kill her husband? Did it, how did we don't know how her husband died? Is this we another amnesia thing or like Fuck, a you weird? Know I can't handle amnesia. Oh, okay. Um, because. I can, but it makes me cry. (laughs) Let's see. So let's come back at chapter 22. Yeah. Okay. And then again at the end of part one, and then again at the end of the book. How does that sound? Sounds like a plan. All right. So, yeah, chapter 22 is 49% through the book. All right, guys. So this is where we're going to pause. Okay, we are back. Yes. I have theories, but I don't know what's going on. Okay, here's the thing. I really don't have any theories that would make sense. Because, okay, I'm confused. So let me just get my thoughts out because I have no theories. So it would be quicker for me. I'm confused. So the blurb makes it sound like it's going to heavily be about her and this Dante guy and their letters and him showing up. Um, So far, not really what it's about. She has issues with her house. She calls out a guy. Guy says, I can't help you. Um, So then she calls out another guy. This guy says, I can help you, but he's a dick. So then they meet back up. Then they end up hooking up because she gets scared because her house is still fucking acting crazy. And now she's got security system and still no answers to what is going on with her house. Now, here's where I'm confused. Because there are certain things that make me think, okay, yes, somebody is definitely fucking with her. But then there are other things where I'm like, I just don't see why that would warrant, you know, somebody doing that. Like, I don't know what kind of reaction you're hoping to get from that. 
So like the kid playing in the backyard and then her security system was out after there was a kid playing in the backyard. And I just don't understand what the point would be of knocking her security system out when there was a kid playing in the backyard. And then there was no kid. Okay, so here's the thing. I think that Eden is either related to an enemy of or is Dante. Now hear me out. Hear me out. He's got that rough, like, you know, she says, like, she's immediately intimidated and a little scared by him when she first meets him, but attracted to him. Yeah. Okay. It seems like, so the best friend who did the security system, it was Aiden's best friend, and he makes a weird mention of, like, oh, you know, he's never done this before. He's never, like, you know, wanted somebody, but kind of alludes to the fact that there was something in his past about, like, a weird breakup. And Dante keeps saying, hey, I know you, and I know you from the past, but you don't remember. And she she has no memory. She has no idea who Dante is. So I'm kind of thinking, like, leaning towards the Aiden is Dante. Second theory, so her husband was abusive. Uh, it's not necessarily stated, but it's kind of implied. So she has these missing memories and she looked back at like a picture of their wedding day and there was bruises on her arm and she was she thought it was a smudge at first but it wouldn't rub off she realized they were bruises and she had no memory of him hurting her of anybody hurting her on her wedding okay. day she just remembers him like saying oh you were shaking like a leaf and you were nervous and so i think he was abusive three he died on a boat accident he fell overboard of the boat and then died supposedly died I think her fucking husband's alive. And I think he's fucking with her. Like, I know that she buried him or whatever, but hear me out. So maybe. I was thinking maybe that too. Okay, here's where my confusions are on that. So I I think maybe Aiden could be Dante, but I also don't think he is. Because, like... There's a couple things he's done, but for the most part, he seems to be pretty genuine, but I don't know. And then her husband, first of all, she watched him die and did not help him, which I thought was odd. But she also saw or she heard somebody laughing while he died. So that was a little odd. Another thing is, oh, the bruising. Okay. Here's why I'm not convinced that her husband was abusive. He could have been, and it, he could have been the cause of the bruise in the photograph, but she had a bruise on her neck that she had to cover with a scarf with no recollection of how it got there. And that was after he supposedly died. Now, if he's alive, maybe. That would make sense. But if he's actually dead, then I don't think he's the cause of the bruising. So the I had I had a third theory because of that laughter on the boat that you were talking about and the fact that it didn't seem like she did anything to help, uh, that there was somebody else there with them and either she killed them and they knew, like she maybe they got into an argument, she pushed him, he fell overboard and then didn't do anything. But that circled back to the whole he's abusive theory. So that's why she pushed him. And was just like, oh, I'm free. Even though, like, her mind is kind of, like, breaking. Okay, sorry. So, uh, yeah. So, either she pushed him off the boat. 
because of the whole he was abusive and that. And then there was somebody else there who was like a witness and maybe they're the ones tormenting her because they know. Mm. Or there was somebody else there who killed the husband and her mind has had this weird psychotic like disassociation. Kind of like in the mm-hmm. last in the Requiem book where like she has zero memories. Yeah. So like they killed him. And then like, so that's where the laughter is coming from. And then also that person is tormenting her, whether it be on purpose or not, or is trying to maybe make her remember. But that also kind of makes me think that Aiden is Dante, like just because he's the only real person in her corner, somebody else tormenting her. And I'm wondering, or maybe Aiden is the person that was on the boat. And then Dante is going to be like the one who comes in later. I don't I don't know. I don't know either. I I really don't have any solid theories at all. Not I have yeah. Like I don't I don't feel like any of this fits. You know what I mean? I just like, want to be right all for once. It could be plausible except for blank. You know what I mean? There's there's too many holes in all of these theories that it, I just don't think we I don't think we know. I don't either. And that's I mean this author is apparently really good with their their mind fucks i i don't remember seeing it too much in the series that i did read from her but uh, according to i i cheated um so no well no Again? no i didn't like read ahead or anything <laughs> but I, I read a couple of the reviews i the, almost did and i stopped. I, I read a couple of the reviews because i was no. so so confused and no. it literally like three of the reviews straight up they didn't give any spoilers away but they said that this was like a psychological thriller and that this author was really good at mind fucks. And I was like, damn, am I just not remembering like reading this author right? Because I don't remember any significant ones in the series that I have read from them. But apparently I, I don't they really nailed it in this book. So yeah, I'm so confused. I, it's a really good book so far and I'm really interested and the sex is really great. Oh, the um, sex. Five out of five. Just so good. Yeah, but I have no idea what's going on because, like, it makes you think that she's going to end up with Dante from the blurb. But, like, we don't even know who Dante is. Mm-hmm. As far as we know, he's still in prison. Realistically. And we're halfway through the book. Yeah, we are halfway through the book. Apparently, Dante is supposedly still in prison. However, think about it this way. So she has written him back, but he didn't write back. The mm-hmm. last time he wrote back was right before she met Aiden. And but in the blurb, it says he stops writing back and then he shows up on my front door. And Aiden showed up at our front door as soon as that second, that letter with the quote was in. That was around the time that Aiden showed up. I thought that letter came after Aiden. Right before, I think. Or right around the same time. Maybe it was like the same day or whatever that Aiden showed up. There was that letter. But I want to say it was like right around the exact same time that he shows up on her front doorstep. I thought it was when James was there. I, think I thought so. it was right. But no, I thought that was when she wrote him back. But she didn't write him back. She did. She, well, there was like that letter no, blurb that said, I might just shred this. She just put it in her drawer. She didn't ever send it. Hmm. I don't know. I'm. I have to look now because if... If that letter came before Aiden, or around the same time, even. But I think it came when she, when James was at her house. Okay, hold on. So Aiden shows up at chapter six, 
And that was when she sent back the first response. And then his letter comes. Chapter 9. Chapter 9. Okay, so when she's fired him, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. I'm just saying it's a real freaky coincidence that she writes him back and then all of a sudden Aiden shows up. And then there's only one more letter because she wrote him back and then I guess didn't send it. But I I just think it's a weird coinky dink. I guess, yeah. Because and that's what she... really led me to think. Because I was like, it's all of a sudden, like, he's not responding as quickly. And, like, you know, we're only halfway through. He could just respond in this next chapter. And I just, you know, haven't seen it yet. The letters get their own chapters. You said chapter nine? But then that's right around, that's still right around the time that she's meeting Aiden. Like, his second letter yeah. happens to come. Yeah. And that's the, you know, she's just met this guy. Who she has a weird unnatural attraction to who looks, you know, a little bit like an ex-con. And the only letter that was in the mailbox was the day that Aiden came over. See? See? So if he's not Dante, then he's, I feel like he's at least in some way related or, you know, they have some sort of connection. Whether or not it's like... You know, Aiden works for him or knows him or whatever. Because also, like, he had this meeting out of town. I feel like Aiden's not just, like, a roofer. No, there's definitely something going on with him. Uh, how does he He's know a high-tech security so guy? Hmm? And it also is very weird to me that she hasn't told him that her husband's dead. You, yeah. Well, but here's the thing. It's only been three weeks. So as of she's been sleeping with him for almost a week now, right? I don't know. A few times. She slept with him a few times within a few days period. He had it's been only dead been three, three weeks. weeks since her husband died. Yeah. It had only been three weeks when they started sleeping together, I think is what she said. Oh, well, fair. Either way, she started sleeping with this guy. So maybe it's been, what, a month at most? Yeah. And she's sleeping with this guy. I don't know if I'd say something either. Like, that's you got to think, how is the other person going to look at you if you're sleeping with somebody? But and And she had told him that they were separated. And then so he's thinking, oh, well, we're going to sleep together like she, you know, but how is it going to change their perception when you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, just kidding. By the way, he's a corpse. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, at what point do you come clean about that after you've been lying about it? Yeah. Well, I just I don't understand because she said it so easily to the the um Eddie, right. the other right. hothead guy. Like she was like, oh, my husband's dead. Like, how's that for bad time? And yeah, then instead of saying anything to him she's just like oh yeah i've been going through it and he's like i get it and you know she's like oh yeah i'm separated it's a weird thing yeah it was weird to me because of how easily she told the other guy i thought so too and she's mentioned it like in her thoughts or in her point of view like a few times oh you know i i wonder if i should just say it but then she just doesn't and i don't like that yeah. why don't you just just say it be like hey look so Obviously, there's no chance. He straight up asked her. He was like, how likely is it that you'll get back with your ex? And she says, like, 0% chance. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. Why don't you just slip it in? Just say it. Secret I keeping makes me so uncomfortable. And me too. I don't know. Those secret baby romances and stuff. Like, just I'm, I'm uncomfortable with the I whole thing. Why don't you just say something? I can't keep a secret to save my life. Fair. Me neither. I'm not so even the strangers. Like, if I absolutely had to, I would still tell, like, you probably or, you know, Jory. <laughs> I, I would tell, like, you know, the very closest people that I knew they could to keep a secret. 
Yeah, it's like your secret is safe with me and my husband and my two closest yeah. friends. <laughs> yeah, basically. I can't. And my mom. And my sister. Like, I literally can't. My, my small inner circle, but your secret's safe with all of us. And maybe the lady that works at the grocery store. Well, yeah, like, I don't. I, she can I'll tell. tell anybody everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Same. I'm so bad at that. Don't ask me. <laughs> There's very few things in this life that I have taken to this day to the grave, and it, it stresses me the fuck out. Yeah, I just like for I if I can't tell anybody, I make sure I forget it. The next time they tell me, I'm like, what? All right. Okay, yeah, let's get back on. So those on are track. our theories, guys. Uh, this is what we've got. We are on chapter 22, and I think you said we're going to go to the end of part one, which is at 88% of the book. Yeah. And then we will check back in before finishing the last part of it. I Can we just talk about the ghost theory really quick before we jump off? Uh, because that's uh, her house cleaning lady that's what she thinks is going yeah. on. She like listed off all these things like, is this happening? Is that happening? And she's like, well, yeah. And she's like, well, then you have ghosts and we need to do a seance. So I think a seance is coming. My favorite which is quote like, of the whole book is like, I'm Scottish. We don't freak out about these things. She was like, don't make me think less of you yeah. for freaking out about the such a minor thing as being haunted. And here's the funny thing. I literally just got back from vacation. I went ghost hunting with my husband and a couple of our friends. That is so funny. I can't wait to see what the seance is like because I literally just got back from a ghost hunting trip. I cannot even handle your level of... Okay, so I'm interested in the seance that is going to happen. I'm interested in seeing what Aiden's deal is. I'm interested in seeing if he is Dante. If he's not, what's going to happen with Dante? Is Dante the one stalking her? Probably that might be a thing. And that's the only thing I can think of is that he has to be well, the one stalking Where does the freaking her. nickel come in? If Dante's the one stalking her, how does he know the significance of the nickel? How does Aiden, for that matter, how does anyone but the husband? Yeah, right. Showing the up. nickel is crazy. How are they getting past the security? Why put in the security if you're the one stalking her and you're trying to get around it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he was so adamant about putting in the security. But what if he's putting in the security because he knows how to disarm it because his best friend set it up? And can, why why even put it in to begin with? I don't know. Maybe to make her feel like she's secure and or make her feel like she's losing her mind so that she runs to him. The first time she had an incident, she ran to him. Big facts. That could be it. We'll have to see. I don't know. Yeah. I I don't know. At first, w- at first when uh, the cleaning lady showed up and she started talking, I was like, is she fucking in on this? Well, yeah. And like she gives this look because she was like, how did you know the code? And Fiona's like, how do you think I know the code? Are you yeah. a problem, Fiona? Yeah. And I'm like, are you slipping something into her tea? Like, I, yeah, I don't know. What is it? I don't know. How is she losing her memory? Psychotic break seems to come to mind only just because of the last book that we read. But I also think that somebody is just fucking with her to make her think that she's having a psychotic break. Because she's leaning more and more towards like, oh, I'm going to, you know, maybe see this therapist. Like, but what do I say to him? That I'm being haunted? Like. Right. I mean, yeah. Like, if I ever do go see a therapist for all my issues, I'm definitely telling them I'm fucking haunted. Just because I think it's interesting, not because it bothers me. (laughs) Because like I said, I tell strangers too much. 
that's fair enough i do i do that too <laughs> i know strangers that like know my whole life story yeah all right so <laughs> we're we're gonna read to the end of part one so if you're reading along with us that is where you should stop and we are gonna pause here <laughs> Okay, hi. We're back. <laughs> I don't know if you'll leave in the haunted part since it's relevant. Yeah, that was so creepy. I'm not going to leave in the breathing, though. That was creepy. Um, I, Well, I don't know. I'm just, that's so crazy. So, so since she said she's not going to leave in the breathing part, I stepped away as soon as we started recording to take care of my kid. And she said that she heard breathing while I was not in the room. The AC's turned off. The fan's not on. My house is fucking haunted. Um, this is apparently a reoccurring theme, which is fucking great considering the main character's dead. Yeah. What the <laughs> hell? So we've, in the first part, we read that the husband drowned and she, like, was hearing laughter and, like, she watched him die or whatever. Turns out, other way around. So, her husband was abusive or it, whatever. He killed her. He killed, I'm assuming, her lover, Aiden, and then her. And then, but we don't know what happened. Like, he's either in prison or dead himself or something. But all of this weird shit that was happening where she thought she was being haunted and losing her mind, it turns out that she was the problem. Yeah, she's she dead. She's the ghost. And the the housekeeper and her sister are like, yeah, you never tell a ghost that she's dead. And then fucking, like, they have to figure it out on their own so they can move on. Oh, my God. And she figured it out. But the, So I'm just so confused because how are Jake and Deb interacting with them? How are they, like... They're either they mediums or dead as well. Just like Eddie was dead. Yeah. He, he died in 1974, which makes sense because he was like a quintessential, like he was a hippie. Yeah. What the fuck? What? Oh my God. I I don't want to pick again. <laughs> Here's the thing. So I cheated and looked at reviews and it's uh, one of the reviews, I think more than one, so that it ends with a happily ever after. And I'm like, but how? how? She's dead. There's only, what, 12% left of the book? We're at 88%. How is yeah. this going to end happy? Are they just going to go to purgatory together? Like, what the hell is going I don't know. on? I don't know. I'm freaking out. I was Okay, so I finished reading last night, and I texted Courtney, and I was like, oh my God, like, are you almost done? Because like, we got to record, you know, I, I got to finish reading this book tonight. And she's like, oh, I'm almost asleep. And I was like, fuck, like, <laughs> I how am I supposed to wait until tomorrow? I hadn't even finished like the first <laughs> chapter we picked back up on. I ended up reading until like the next chapter and then I, I was done. I was really kind of losing interest in the book a little bit because it was she was not saying anything about how her husband died and you know i was starting to lose interest and then all of a sudden this it just picked back up so quick now i like i need i need the answers i need all of them yeah it's fucking crazy all the people are dead and yeah i don't know how it's gonna be a happy ending either i'm like oh yeah i am just so confused i mean like i get it i get it i do I get that, you know, she's dead and Aiden's dead and, you know, possibly Jake and Deb are dead. And But why are Fiona and Claire just allowed in and out of that house? If So apparently 
her house was bought. Yeah. Uh, so there's a new couple with their son who now own the house. So how are Fiona and Claire just hanging out there? Yeah. They, they've come and gone a lot. Unless that couple is one of the people that decided to do the seance. Maybe. It's just so strange. Like, I, yeah, it really threw me for a loop. I would not have guessed. That's why I, when I texted you, I was like, you're not going to be able to guess. And no. you're like, none I, of my theories were right. And I was like, no. no none of them were nothing right. panned out. I'm I'm not good at this to begin with. But damn, I threw out I something. I started to have something. suspicions right when they started the seance. Yeah, I was a little confused with the seance too because I was and and then I so I got a little bit suspicious when she walked into the kitchen or when they walked into the kitchen and they said oh why did you open all the doors and cupboards and she was like oh it was like that when I walked in and I was like that's weird yeah but I it really still it still threw me for the biggest loop I I was correct in that her husband was hurting her yeah like I said because there was the bruises and she kept having these weird flashes of like being scared of her husband yeah like so I, I I knew he was hurting her, but I was not I thought maybe she killed him and not she did not. No, I don't I, I want to know the full know. story I, though. Like was she cheating? Did she leave him and he found her? I don't know. I have to know. I do too. I've it's gotta I'm hoping that we do get the whole flashbacks and all of that in this last part. There's only 12% left. I need to know what's going to happen. So I know. I'm freaking out. I've been freaking out since last night. I've had to stew on this. I finished another book. I was like, I was like, <laughs> thank God Raiden was released early. Like, I don't know. I'm just like, okay. I, yeah, I I really want, I want to finish this book. So if you're reading along with us, we're, we're finishing the fucking book. Yeah. We will come back when we are done and hopefully with answers. Yeah. Because right now, all we know is that fuck everything you thought you knew. Yeah. God damn. That's, it. That's all we know. All right, guys. Pause here. Okay, so we're back. Okay, so this book is something. All right. Yeah, so it definitely did have a non-traditional ending. She really was dead. I guess, so her husband, uh, he was a genius. But he had, like, schizophrenia and and narcissistic personality disorder. And so he started freaking out a few years into their marriage. And um, he was abusive, sort of. There was really only two shining incidences. But uh, he ended up, like, hurting her and making her miscarry their child. And so she left him. And she met Aiden. Yeah. And they were together... Michael thought that Aiden was in the CIA and killed him and then killed her. What the fuck? But now they're together in the afterlife, but I think they're still kind of in limbo. I don't know. I'm not sure either. Uh, So it ended with um, Michael was in prison and he was getting evaluated by a, a psychiatric specialist to determine if he was going to be uh either i think institutionalized and or go ahead with the trial yeah because they wanted to determine if he was fit to stand trial yeah 
So apparently, according to Fiona, or was it Aiden? Schizophrenic people can see spirits. So the end is basically like they go and visit him. And um, it's written in like, <laughs> yeah, they, they go and visit him and essentially like kind of torture him a little. It's written in like notes between the psychiatric provider and uh, Michael. So you don't really see a whole point of view from them, but that's how it ends. And, you know, hopefully they're happy in limbo together. I'm still pissed, but. Yeah. It, okay. So it was a good book. It was fun. I had fun reading it. But I definitely, I just didn't expect that ending. And I don't know how to feel about it. Me neither. Like, I enjoyed the book, but, you know. I I enjoyed it, too. And you know what? For it being about two people who have uh, been brutally murdered and then passed on to the afterlife, like, really, there's not a whole lot of ways to get a better ending, I would yeah. say. Yeah, and I and I liked that they went after Michael a little bit. I didn't like him. Yeah, that was a really that was that was funny when when the psychiatric doctor or whatever is saying like, "What are they saying?" He's like, "Boo!" <laughs> yeah, well, and he was he was such a jerk too. Like before they showed up in the notes, he's like, "Oh, well, I can't be blamed for what happened during my psychotic break, and I'm too smart to stay in prison." Yeah, I was like, dude, fuck you. You suck. You yeah. murdered somebody. You remembered doing it. It's like, yeah, you were having a psychotic break, and I'm not saying that somebody with mental illness should, you know, necessarily not be given understanding. But at the same time, if you murder or do a serious harm to somebody else. You still have to take responsibility. And the whole reason why it got to that point was because he was too narcissistic to believe that the medication was helping him. So he stopped taking his meds, even though he was told, if you stop taking your medication, then... Something like this could happen. Yeah. Yeah. He had been told, like, he would probably hurt his wife before. And he was like, oh, yeah, but, like, probably not, right? So... Yeah, it's it was a good book. I liked it. So many I, of our so many of our read-alongs end like this. Like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think we've had um other than we had Requiem, which did have a happy ending, a true happy ending. So, but other than that, yeah, all of our all of our read-alongs have been like psychological warfare, essentially. We're, yeah, we just have to sit and think about it. I still, I, I remember texting Kelsey earlier. I still think about the characters of the Yolanda Olsen world. They just cross my mind at random points in the day. I'm like, and I wish I knew. Yeah, those books are not traditional romance books, but they were still good. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. With every single one of our read-alongs that we've done so far, this one included, all the books have been, like, really fucking good. Like, they all suck you in, get you interested. I feel like so far we've gotten really lucky on the books that we've tried, especially because most of the time we're going into them blind. Like, we'll see one review and we're like, that's it. That's the book we're reading, you know? So I feel like we've gotten really lucky. However, the endings... <laughs> Have been obscure. Yeah, I just, we really could just do with one that has like a really nice epilogue and a happy 
sweet heartfelt ending like i mean we got requiem but i feel like that still did not satisfy the need i just need something that's gonna make me happy and fuzzy on the inside and none most of the books that we've read for relongs have not done it for me they either leave me with too many questions or they leave me sitting there like god damn it yeah <laughs> they're ghosts <laughs> yeah I was going to say this one's goddamn it. They're gross for sure. So, you know, any if anyone wants to go into our Facebook group and or email us and, you know, give us a recommendation for something. I was thinking about maybe... I had suggested earlier in the episode Perfect Strangers by the same author, but Courtney is not ready for another non-traditional ending. Here's what I will say, though. So the book group that I'm in, one of their rules is that the recommendations have happy endings and perfect strangers is recommended a lot i read and a bunch so, of their reviews because none of so, them gave spoilers and they yeah. say that it's brutal i just like so, you it just leaves you sitting like mm -hmm. after and just contemplating like it ends happy but not damn yeah because then like pen pal they even did like an announcement saying that hey it's come to our attention that not everybody feels like this is a happy ending so that was just like right before we started recording i'm like that's interesting because i don't think i've seen them do that because it's been so highly recommended it's pen pal right now as we sit and record is number one in like three or four different countries it's not a bad i mean you know i like it it's not a bad book it's just Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's just their ghosts. Yeah. And like how, how did that how did we get here? They were talking about like, <laughs> we want kids, and you know, they're like, Yeah, we want kids. And they can't have kids. She's dead. They're dead. What are they supposed to do? With that? I mean, I'm not saying that kids are knew. a requirement for a happy ending, but like, god damn, don't give me the hope that like she you know she had this whole sad story about her miscarriage and then it turned out to be an even worse sad story about her miscarriage because her husband caused it and then they're fucking dead and they can't have babies and that just makes me sad yeah he like he fucking knew the whole time and he still looked at her and was like do you want kids why what a fucking asshole i know i just i don't who who's to say yeah really all right happening? okay i'm done i'm not gonna rant about it anymore <laughs> I just thought that that was a that was a brutal spin to just throw out there after something <laughs> like that. It was a mindfuck for sure. I I I liked it. I did too. I'm not saying I didn't like it. It sounds like I don't like it. Here's, here's the thing. I don't think I would have liked it as much if I was reading it by myself. Oh, for sure. I would have told you to not even pick up the book if I was reading it by myself and just recommending so it. That's why I'm a little more brave about The Perfect Strangers because, like, I feel like I could take on the world with you by my side, girl. Oh, well, thank you. I don't have the same faith, but I appreciate it. <laughs> we will be back next week with a new read-along. I guess you'll just have to be surprised just like we will because we have not found yeah. a book yet. So uh, we just, we were trying. It's going to all be cut out, but we were trying to find another book so that we can let you know what it's going to be, but we didn't. So yeah. you're just surprised next week is going to be something else. Yeah. So, you know, thanks for listening. <laughs> and as always, you can go to our Facebook page. It is Unashamed, a Smut Lovers podcast group on Facebook. And then you can email us at unashamedaslp at gmail.com. 
and we are always looking for recommendations, comments, concerns, anything like that. So thank you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.